Hey, what is going on, guys? It's DK. Back at you with another video here to break down the Game 7 showdown slate with Boston and Miami. This has been a crazy series. Not so good uh, or not so great to watch except for that last game. But do my best to break it down. Like I said, expect really the unexpected in this series is, I think, the best way I can put it. Um, if you're a first-time viewer, welcome to my channel. Again, I have uh, content up for DraftKings. NBA Top Shot Prize Pick Super Draft. PrizePix is the sponsor of this video. Make sure to use the code DKDFS for a 100% match up to $100. If you are a first-time user, make sure to take advantage of that free money. Uh, we do have a um, Jason Tatum basically free square over uh, 0.5 points. So, again, make sure to throw that one in there if you guys are playing uh, for tomorrow. And if you guys are looking for premium content, you can check out my Patreon NBA USFL eSports package, all linked down below. But uh, let's recap the showdown slate for me last game. So this was, I think, the first time I cashed in this series in the showdown. Just because, you know, like I said, there's been blowouts every single night, injuries. Uh, but yeah, I went to Jimmy Butler. I mentioned that I liked Lowry as a contrarian play tournament because absolutely no one was going to play him. I don't know what the only... I think Lowry was like 8%, which was pretty wild. And he had a bounce back game, obviously. Like I said, just expect the unexpected in this series. No one, not even myself, thought Miami was going to win. I went to Jimmy and the captain, though, to try to make my lineup different because, um, like, Tatum was, like, 32% the captain. Jimmy was only 13%. Worked out in a big way. I mean, Jimmy went absolutely off. I mean, Jimmy's either been going crazy or completely busting. Like, I, I just, like I said, this series is just absolutely wild. Tatum and Brown were both solid. Horford dealt with a little bit of foul trouble. was a bit disappointing. P.J. Tucker, once again, good, even though foul trouble. And Caleb Martin uh, was my punt play I used to end up doing decent. But all right, so Vegas odds, let's see. Um, let's refresh that. Yeah, that was like a nine-point spread. Again, like I said, no one really was expecting Miami to win that game. But we got Boston two-and-a-half-point favorites on the road for game seven. All right, so starting on the Boston side, they basically trimmed down the rotation to seven-man rotation. Pritchard has played now uh, four and six minutes over the last couple of games. So very, very tight rotation here for Boston. Tatum and Brown expect 40-plus minutes for both in a do-or-die game. Um Tatum looks like a very, very safe play at the top. Brown, a little bit of a lower floor. Similar ceiling. Um, so both the main Boston guys look good. I think, obviously, Tatum just, just a bit safer than Brown. But um, you could definitely consider both. You can play Brown over Tatum if you want to get a bit, bit contrarian. Again, you can play them both if you want to. I think it's definitely viable. In the mid-range, we have guys like Smart and Horford. Now, you had Horford that was massive chalk last late, where Smart was only like 15%. We talked about that a lot in the Patreon stream. How that people would overreact to that Marcus Smart game because he dealt with some foul trouble, and they did, right? Marcus Smart was way lower owned than Horford. Um, Horford had a bad game last game, shot one of eight, but I expect both Smart and Horford to play big minutes. You probably get, you know, close to 40 minutes from Smart if he, if he stays out of foul trouble, and you probably get like mid 30s minutes from Horford. So they both look like good mid range plays. I'll probably lean to whoever I think is going to be lower owned between the two, uh, but both are going to be a big, big part of the Boston rotation. Um, Robert Williams at 6.4. So he has played a bit more of late 27, 26 minutes. Now, last game was pretty bad. Uh, only 16 fans points in 26 minutes. But if we continue to get, you know, 20, uh, you know, high 20s minutes from Robert Williams, I do think he actually is a pretty good option here in the mid-range. A good point for a guy. Now, Derek White, like we, we said with all the overreactions, people are saying Derek White's dead. Why start Derek White when Smart was out? And now Derek White has played extremely well over the last three games. Um, now... 
You've had you have had some you know Marcus Smart foul trouble a couple games. though. you had Grant Williams foul trouble last game, but he has played very well. My only issue here with Derek White, I think he's going to be overowned. Um, I don't think we continue to expect you know four blocks and steals a game. That's basically what he's gotten over the last three. So while I like Derek White, I think he's a decent option in the mid range. I do think he's going to play pretty big minutes, with, especially with Pritchard out of the rotation. My issue with Derek White is he's going to be overowned, right? He's got he's definitely going to be overowned. So that is really my issue. Now Grant Williams of four eight, I think is an intriguing play. I think the sentiment is low on Grant Williams, while it's high on Derek White. And obviously Derek White is the better part from a guy of the two, but that doesn't mean Grant Williams can't put up a big game. We saw it in game what seven against Milwaukee. So Grant Williams has struggled, has also dealt with some foul trouble, but. I'm not convinced we're going to get 17 minutes again from Grant Williams. I think if he stays out of foul trouble, we might see around 30. So Williams intrigues me uh, because, like I said, sentiment is very, very low on him. Um, so I think he's going to be a relatively low on play. But 4.8K, definitely, definitely in play. I mean, unless someone gets a massive foul trouble, I'd be pretty surprised if you see Big Vincent Pritchard basically been out of the rotation last couple of games. On the Miami side, I mean, I just don't know what to make. I, what Jimmy Butler are we going to get? Right? Which Jimmy are we going to get? He's gone for last, let's see. So, so far in the series, he's gone for 72. One game where he's kind of gotten like around average fancy points of 42. Then 18. Then 15. Then 33. And then 81. Like, really, I, I don't know what to make of this. He did play 46 minutes. I think we get similar minutes of... Probably the entire second half here for Jimmy Butler. Um, obviously, he didn't look that injured last game. Uh, but the previous two games, uh, like, like I said, it's just like Jimmy is so up and down, but um, clearly in play there at the top. Bam at a bio. Besides that one game has been really a shell of his former self in the series. Um, he's taking a backseat to, to Jimmy. Um, I do think the ownership is going to be relatively low. I think he's playable. We, we have seen Deadman out of the rotation last couple games. I do think we get around 40 minutes from Bam. Lowry, I mentioned really like him as a contrarian play because the sentiment was so low on him after last game, and he bounced back at no ownership going for 44 fancy points. Now what you're probably going to get is you're probably going to get Lowry over-owned because, like I said, people overreact so much to one or two games in the playoffs. Um, now with Lowry, I do think he's probably playing, you know, 30-plus minutes, assuming he stays out of foul trouble. He had a really good game last game. I think that was kind of an outlier. I also think two games ago was, it was definitely an outlier. I don't think he's going for 44 feints points. I also don't think he's going for negative 0.25. So Lowry kind of just, you know, there for me in the mid-range. We'll see what ownership comes up uh, on him. Max Schroes, I think, will be pretty low-owned, but had a decent shooting game, and we did see the minutes bounce back from 34. So I think as long as he doesn't shoot 0 of 10, he's probably playing 30-plus minutes. We saw when he really struggled, Duncan Robinson play a bit more. Um, but if, if, as long as Truce can knock down some shots, um, I do think he's going to be a pretty big part of his rotation. I think he'll be relatively low-owned, intrigues me. Hero is a guy that's missed the last two games, and if he's out, it's just going to um, give the opportunity for more minutes for guys like Struce and Vincent and Robinson and Oladipo, right? Um, if Hero ends up playing here, it's really going to take a lot of the Miami Valley guys out of play. So we'll keep an eye on that one. P.J. Tucker got in some foul trouble last game, only played 25 minutes, but... He's going to play probably 35 minutes in this game if he stays out of foul trouble. Their primary defender, I think he's a pretty safe play. The price has come up, but still, uh, I think he's a very, very safe option, assuming no foul trouble. Oladipo, like I said, it's been all over the place minutes-wise. If he plays well off the bench, they they can extend him. They can even close with him. Um, 
So he's a fine tournament play. If Hero does end up playing, he'll probably take him out of play. Kind of the same with Gabe Vincent. Only played 17 minutes last game. He's kind of been splitting time with Lowry, but a little bit alongside Lowry last game. If Lowry struggles a lot like a couple games ago, you could see Vincent get extended. But right now, I'd say Vincent's more of a contrarian play. Um, and then Duncan Robinson uh, only played five minutes last game. If Max Struess really struggles like he did a couple games ago, you could see Robinson play more. Uh, but if Struess plays decent, you probably don't see much run for Robinson. So Robinson kind of comes down to how you think Max Struess plays. If you think Struess has a decent game, you probably stay away. If you think Struess really struggles, then you can look to Robinson. Again, we, we haven't seen Deadman um, over the last couple of games. Uh, so he's out of play for me. And then Caleb Martin has been a decent part of the rotation. Probably gets, you know, low teens in minutes. Uh, maybe a bit more if you do get some uh, Tucker foul trouble. Um, 1.8K, definitely in play as a punt play. So that's the the breakdown, guys, of everything for all the guys I expect to be in the rotation. Uh, been a wild series so far. Absolute wild. Hopefully we get another competitive game. So that game six was fun to watch. I ended up uh, catching a lot of base of the fourth quarter of that game. But yeah, guys, that's going to wrap it up the video. Again, if you do enjoy the YouTube videos, just make sure to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell. Spread the word, too. If you're uh, playing DFS and you like the content, would appreciate that a lot, guys. But other than that, enjoy the rest of your day, and I'll see you guys all in the next video.